This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and we are on episode 38, Honor Commitments. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, and I love sharing thoughts and ideas that I'm working on with you. I love sharing the power of words and how they influence me, and I love sharing it forward, paying it forward. And I think the reason why is because my story keeps moving forward because others share their words with me. I learn from people every single day. I love the idea of putting on words that matter to me. What words did you put on today? I want to talk about the words honor commitments. Do you honor your commitments? What are you committed to? How do you stay committed? These are all questions we want to be asking ourselves. When I look back at my life, there were times that I wouldn't be as committed to things. I would want to do something. I'd have a desire. But when it came time to take the action, I would balk. I would say, oh, I don't want to do that. Let's look at it like when you think of a diet. You know, I was really good years past when I used to do dieting. I I would be really good at wanting to start that new program or that new uh, process to change my life. And I'd be all in for the first few days. I'd have all these big plans, but no way to walk through the plans to manage my mind. So I start really strong, like I'm going to change my life. I think when I turned 30, for example, there was a time I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. How many of you have thought that? I'm going to change this. And we're all excited and we're all in and we think and we prepare and we plan. And then we start. And as soon as we start, our brain starts to object like, no, 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 no. We don't want to do this. And that's where the true work comes. Until I discovered how to honor my commitments, I would always peter out before the end. Have you heard it? people say, like, you start with a bang and end with a whimper? That was me. I would start things really strong. And then when things felt hard or I felt some discomfort, I'd start to feel discouraged. I would, like, quietly just pretend that I hadn't started that at all. And if I act like I don't care about it, then maybe no one will see that I failed yet again. Do any of you relate to that? I'm going to share a couple stories and experiences that are on my mind. But first off, thank you so much for joining me and coming back week after week and discovering how words matter in your own life. Thank you for letting me share some of my thoughts. And thank you for keep investing in yourself. I really believe that as you keep showing up to the word effect and other words in your life, other important podcast books, goodness, as you keep putting that on... You will find the words and the 
structure to keep yourself moving forward. And if I can be just a small part of that, I feel privileged. So today I celebrate my 24-year wedding anniversary. Yes, 24 years. July 15th, 1997. I married my high school sweetheart, Chris Kim. And we had all the plans to live happily ever after. As we all do, we start out with a bang. We are getting presents and having a wedding celebration and everything's fun and exciting. And then the work sets in. Marriage sets in. And the happily ever after is not as easy as maybe I thought. And one of the things I've learned and discovered is how important it is to honor small little commitments. Small little commitments over a long period of time are life-changing. We've talked a little bit about this in recent episodes, but it just, it is my biggest takeaway in life. One of my favorite quotes is by Howard W. Hunter, and it says, true greatness always requires regular, consistent, small, and sometimes ordinary and mundane steps over a long period of time. That's what honoring commitments to ourselves is about. That's what being true, truly great is about. It's taking those regular, consistent, small, and sometimes ordinary and mundane steps. And I'm going to tell you, I've had an amazing 24 years in marriage, but I've also had some of my biggest challenges. Life hasn't gone exactly how I thought. It hasn't unfolded every day the way I had wanted or desired. But I will tell you, as I look back on it, it's happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen. And how I know that is by learning to manage my mind, because life happens. There are no mistakes in God's plan. It happens how it's supposed to. I just thought it was going to happen a different way. And when it happens differently, I tend to suffer. I'm the one that suffers. I'm going to get back and talk a little bit more about my marriage in a bit. But I'm going to first talk. We just finished a family reunion. With my side of the family, I am the second of six siblings. There's three boys and three girls. And we had all six of us siblings together, my mom and dad, all of our sibling spouses, and all the grandkids except for one. I have one son serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he's out and was not with us, but everybody else was with us. And it was so fun. And there was 39 of us. And we rented a house up in Bear Lake which is about two and a half hours north of Salt Lake City. And, you know, planning a reunion, planning a get-together with that many people takes work and it's effort. We started talking about the reunion at the beginning of 2021. We felt like COVID was kind of allowing us to start thinking about gathering again. We started asking people for opinions where they wanted to go. And you know, what happens when you start planning in the beginning is there's lots of uh, opinions, expectations, different things. And I'm not going to lie. There was a couple of times I got my feelings hurt. There was a couple of times there was misunderstandings. But the big commitment was how important it is to get our family together. That was the big long-term goal. I love family relationships, and I just have this on my heart how important they are. And so it's important to me. I really believe that spending time together in these settings is life-changing. 
because it it gives you an opportunity to get to know people in a different way. And so it's really important to me. And so I really wanted to honor the commitment of gathering for this reunion. It also is my parents' 70th wedding, not wedding. That's next year, their 50th wedding anniversary. It's their 70th birthdays this year. And we wanted to celebrate them for all the good that they've taught us, all the lessons they've given us, and for the great example they've been in our lives. So one day at a time, the plans went forward and there was many days that nothing was worked on, but there were days that things needed to be worked on. We had to have meetings. We had to talk about where we wanted to go. We had to do the mill. There was there was things that we had to show up to. Well, now the party has come and gone and it went beautifully. Everybody did their part. Everybody showed up and it was amazing. But it didn't just happen overnight. It was through those small and sometimes ordinary and mundane steps that got us to the result that we really wanted to have a wonderful family time together. There's two different parts of our brain. There's the prefrontal cortex and the primitive brain. All mammals have the primitive brain. That part of the brain is what wants to keep us safe. That's the part of the brain that when we try to do something new, likes to object because it's never done it before. It doesn't have any experience with that. It goes to our past and says, no, you don't want to do that. The thing that sets humans apart from any other mammal is that we have the prefrontal cortex where we have the ability to plan. We have the ability to look at a calendar or make a plan with our minds to do something in the future. That is a gift. I did not know that for many years. As I started to discover how that was a gift, what I realize now as a life coach is that not only do we have the ability to plan, now I have the ability to manage my mind to honor the commitment of the plan. Because a lot of us can be really good at planning, but then as soon as it gets hard or difficult, like when we were planning this reunion and it, we had a few you know, hiccups along the way, my first reaction is, well, I'm not going to help anymore. Someone else can do it. If they don't like my idea, I'll just take it and go home. I have a mentor that says, yeah, Becky, you like to say, I'll take my ball and go home. If I'm not getting my way, I like to just be like, fine, don't, we won't do it. Oh, that's a little painful to admit out loud, but I do struggle with that at times. And so I've had to learn how to honor my commitments and keep my mind moving forward, even on the days that are gray or hard or don't go as I thought. It's learning to plan and thinking of our future self. So despite what happens now, I think of the future of what I what my desire is. So with the planning of the reunion, and you guys know what I'm talking about, when you have a plan in place and then there's hiccups along the way, it doesn't go quite how you want. It's easy to wanna retreat. But how do we keep showing up? But not from a place of hustle and push, but from a place of confidence and certainty. That's what I teach. And that's what I coach people on of how to manage your minds. To keep the prefrontal cortex at the forefront of our mind, that we not only can plan, but that we can execute those plans and create the results that we really desire. That's how the reunion was for me. The desired result was created, and it happened by small and simple things moving us forward. 
I can't get over how the concept of keeping it simple is just always in front of my mind. Keep it simple when I'm trying to make decisions. Keep it simple. Don't overthink it. And showing up on a consistent basis. Well, how do we show up? I had to schedule time to show up to work on the reunion. If I never worked on the reunion, I would never get that. So how do we do that? Well, Dan Sullivan, who is a amazing strategic coach that I've been introduced to recently, he teaches what's called the four C's. And he has a concept that talks about the four C's stands for commitment, courage, capability, and confidence. And you guys know that I love the power of words, especially one word at a time. That's what I think a lot of times the word effect has to do with. And so this caught my attention and I wanted to know more about the four C's. And I decided to start putting these four C's in my life. Again, commitment, courage, capability, or being capable, and confidence. Dan Sullivan says that people who accomplish their goals are willing to move through these four C's. When you have a goal in mind, such as weight loss, the first thing we must do is to commit to that goal. For me, the goal was the family reunion. I had to commit to that goal. As I committed to the goal, I was willing to keep showing up no matter what because I wanted to achieve the bigger goal. A lot of times we can commit to things until it doesn't go as planned. So how do we stay committed? How do we keep moving forward? I shared with you that I'm celebrating my 24th wedding anniversary. And as amazing as the last 24 years have gone, there have been a lot of things that I did not anticipate or expect. All I really thought about was we were getting married, we're gonna live happily ever after, right? have a family, and life was going to go great. Done. I never thought of the the hard things, the 50-50. And as I coach people, I'm reminded that there's the 50-50 of life. And so for every good, there is going to be opposition. There's going to be some negative, maybe not right then, but there's going to be hard things. I never expected to have all boys. I came from a family of three boys and three girls. I just, I never even thought it was an option that I wouldn't have a girl. Never crossed my mind until I started having these boys. And I'm thinking, wait, this was not my plan. Well, learning to honor our commitments is realizing that the plan unfolds and it's how we choose to show up. If we're going to choose to live a joyful life despite what happens, or if we're going to always be waiting and pushing to make things how we want them to happen. As we learn the four C's to be committed, we need to look at where we spend our time and how we spend our time. If I don't invest in the things that are important to me, they will not be important for much longer. With my marriage, I have had to learn to invest in my marriage. I've had to realize that there's going to be hard days and hard weeks and hard months and even hard years. But because I had made a commitment, I kept showing up. I kept working on me. There's a phrase that I've learned, change me, bless them. For so long, I was in the mindset of bless me, change them. I was always wanting to change my circumstances. I was wanting to change other people. But the change, and this is what's been life changing, 
is to work on me. And that's one of the ways I've learned to honor commitments is to work on me. And when I coach people, I show them what's called the model. And we put your thoughts in the model that show that how you're thinking drives how you feel and how you feel drives your actions. So I'm, I'm feeling discouraged about the family reunion. I'm having thoughts like this shouldn't be happening this way. Instead of going, oh, I'm capable of still showing up and planning. I'm going to work on it an hour a week. And as I work on it, little by slow, it materializes. A lot of times we think of committing to things and then if I'm committed, it's going to be easy. The second C is courage. Courage often feels uncomfortable. We need courage, but people often glamorize courage thinking it's going to feel great and noble. But this isn't always true. Courage often feels terrible. It's uncomfortable, right? Back to that wanting to start a diet and you start and you're all in. And then day three, you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I'm hungry and everybody else is eating all the treats and there's a party and how do I do it? And never mind, I won't do it anymore, right? That's what a lot of us can fall into. Because we think courage should just be that we should never have anything hard, but we have to recognize the courage is how do we show up and honor our commitments anyway? The way I've learned to do it is I have small bite-sized goals that I work on. One of them, for example, is the podcast to put it out and put it into the world every single week. So I have to plan my schedule to make sure that I do that each and every week. And if I don't, then I get to change and go, wait, do I want to change my goal? No, I want to stick with it. So then I have to find time. But it's not always comfortable. But then the great thing is, as we act on things with courage, we become more capable. I am recording episode 38. I feel a lot more capable today of recording a podcast than I did when I was on episode three. Do I still have lots to learn? Of course I do. But I feel more capable. I have planned family reunions in the past. Do I feel more capable today that I can plan something in the future? I can, and I know I can. In my marriage, as I come into year 24, I recognize that there's still going to be 50-50 of marriage. But do I feel more capable today on how to work on me and not be fixing my husband or fixing everyone else? I do. And that's because I've honored commitments. As I've honored commitments, I've moved through life with courage. And as I've moved through life with courage, I have become more capable. And I know I still will become more capable. And as I become more capable, I become more confident. And as I'm more confident, it continues to circle forward. I become more and more committed. Then I have courage. I can look to my past self and go, I've done some of these things in the past. I've worked through hard things in the past. I know I can do it in the future. Even though I don't know what my future is going to hold, I know that I have been developing these skills. So how do you want to stay committed to the goals that you desire? What are you desiring right now? A lot of times we think it's going to be accomplished in this much time, but what if we can just tell ourselves, I thought it was going to be this time, much time, but it's taking a little more time and not make it mean anything and just recognize that we are moving forward. 
Martin Luther King Jr. has said, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. What's that step you wanna take? You take one step and then you take the next. And the how is unfolded in the doing. And we unfold the how as we manage our thoughts and we stay committed. I have found most of my success through managing my mind and setting aside time to work on the things that matter to me. If I don't set aside time and plan to set aside the time, what happens is that I never take the time to do it. Or before I would set time aside, but I wouldn't manage my mind. And so when it was time to do it, I would tuck myself out of it and go, I don't want to do it. Have you ever had that where you're ready to do something and it's time to do it? And you're like, oh, maybe I'll do that later. Yeah, that's our primitive brain saying, no, no, no. You thought you wanted to do that, but let's just stay comfortable where we're at. That might require effort and work. You might fail. And that's where we develop that courage to walk forward. We become more capable and the confidence grows. What are you ready to change? What desires are you ready to acknowledge and begin to ask and accept where you're at? I can show you how to create the life you've always desired as you join me with Becoming with Becky. As you learn and discover how to put on words that matter to you. I will share with you power words like acknowledge, ask, accept, abundance, action, appreciate, and aspire in my one-on-one coaching program that I do for six months where we learn how to put on words that keep our story moving forward, taking steps forward. As we take steps forward, we become the person that we've always desired because time will go by. That was one of my biggest takeaways at this reunion just recently is it wasn't that long ago that my parents were probably my age, right? And now they're looking back going, when when did all this happen? And we reviewed, we went through lots of slides from years gone by when I was a little girl and my brothers were little, my sisters. And we looked at each decade of my parents' life and I was like, when did this all happen? When did it change? And it happens one day at a time. So how do you show up for your days? We want to not only plan ahead of time, but learn how to keep our mind to manage it, to honor our commitments of the plans that we've made. Don't stop committing to things just because you think you're going to fail. We want to learn why we're failing and do something different. That's how we live a life without regret. That's how we live joyful living. If you're ready to live joyfully, to be able to show up and honor your commitments, I invite you to reach out to becomingwithbecky.com forward slash free call, where I can show you some simple and proactive tips and tools of how to step your story forward and see if coaching is right for you. It's so great to invest in yourself, to get yourself a coach, to show you your thoughts, to help you see them, and then to help you see that you have the ability to change those if you choose. You have the ability to put on these four C's, just as I have, to become committed, to have the courage, capable, and confidence to keep your story moving forward. So go out and honor those commitments today. Start putting on these words and make today amazing.
Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insides. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today? today?